You can sit around and wait for the phone to ring. Waiting for someone to tell you everything. Chris Kirkpatrick. I love it, man. We're like a two-man super group, bro. It's oh, unbelievable. It's not print up the t-shirts yet, but man, they picked the right guy. The essence, the basics. Without oh. it, you make it. Allow me to make this child like your nature. Rhythm. You and welcome to Earbuds and Earworms. I'm Amy. I don't know. <laughs> I don't have one. That's all right. Shepherd. That's all right. And this is. I'm uh, Mitchell Manley, one man super band. Okay, there you go. I couldn't think of something off the top of my head, and I didn't put it in the show notes. That's quite all right. <laughs> well, actually, I kind of consider you a super band because you've been in a lot of bands. I've been in a bunch of bands, and I play just about any instrument you give me. I can figure out how to play something on it. Yeah. And so I'm, I, a, I'm a one-man super band. I, I found this out, though, because I believe it was Josh, right? Um, I think Jason posted the Jason. picture. Jason from my band, Glorious Abor, Tape Deck. Uh, apparently you play flute. Yeah, I had a flute a while back, and I learned how to play the main motif from Lowrider. You know I have a flute downstairs. And then I also learned how to play... A little motif from a Jethro Tull song called Thick as a Brick. Of course. And so I learned those two things, and that's all I can play on flute. But, you know, I could figure it out if you gave me a book. Okay. Well, I, just get on the internet, I have know. a flute, and I have books, and longtime listeners will remember me, sadly, singing on the show often to annoy Jason. Yeah. So, but I was like, there's a picture of you yeah we were recording a, a tape deck session yeah. a couple weeks ago at, at move the air audio and uh she had a flute laying around and so i picked <laughs> it up and started playing around on it oh i think that's amazing it may make it onto the record we'll see we may it's drop like, some flute on th onto the record somewhere like an easter egg or just you know really quiet in the mix or who knows it may oh. end up being a lead instrument we'll find out yes Mitchell, on give me your flute. flute so I can start practicing. <laughs> That's what I should do. Poor thing hasn't gotten much play over the past year. I don't know. Um, I also have a ukulele, which I know you know how to play. Yeah, yeah, because it's got strings. Well, let's let's work on some stuff, and we'll become a super group. We'll be the earbuds and earworms super group of Mitchell and and Amy. And do I have to have any rhythm? Um. We can write some stuff that's rhythm optional. Okay. And rhythm adjacent. Do I have to have any, like, I don't know, knowledge of, like, how to stay in key? I'm going to say we can work around these limitations. I, I mean, like that's what good art is, is working around constraints and limitations and finding a way to think outside the bun, you know? Yeah. <laughs> All of the bun? Right, yeah. Oh. Oh. Hmm. I saw some pretty buns earlier. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but this week's theme, if you haven't gotten it, is uh, super groups. Yeah. Which uh, I had a hard time understanding what they were. Sure. And I think you tried to like kind of ease me into knowing what it was. Yeah, a little bit. And then. Yeah, I don't know. I, I know I uh, we did out. the collaborations episode before and like it kind of borderlines between collaborations and super groups. Mm -hmm. And uh, so this is a slightly distinct from collaborations, but. This is specifically super groups that were like made albums. Right, yeah, that made albums or, you know, people that, uh, 
you know, worked together for more than just a short period of time, but also had fairly successful, you know, bands in their own right. Is Velvet Revolver one? Velvet Revolver counts, yeah. Okay. Because okay. that's uh, Guns N' Roses with Scott Weiland from Stone Temple Pilots. Okay, two bands I don't listen to a lot, but right. I hear they're very respectable. Sure, of course. So did you bring a Velvet Revolver song? I did not bring Velvet <laughs> Revolver this week. In fact, I brought something a little different. I brought a band called Twilight, and the song is called 8,000 Years. <laughs> This one's definitely a little heavier than we normally get to feature on the show, but Twilight's such a cool band with so many talented members, I wanted to feature them. Uh, they're a black metal supergroup, uh, <laughs> comprised of some of the biggest names in U.S. black metal, although uh, I don't expect many of our normal listeners to recognize many of the names. Uh, you got a guy named Rest, who's the mastermind behind a band called Vol- Leviathan, and he also has like a slower, more depressive black metal project called Lurker of Chalice. Okay, that's... One that one's my favorite. I mean, that's a pretty epic... Name. Yeah, Lurker of Chalice. That's amazing. Yeah, that's probably my favorite of his stuff. And then there's a guy named Malefic, who's like the singular member of a band called Zaster, which is also a huge name in U.S. black metal. Uh, Blake Judd from Nocmistium, who's like a more progressive black metal band. Sanford Parker, who used to be in a band called Buried at Sea and a band called Minsk. And then also like produced and recorded tons of albums as an engineer. And, and then just recently, one name that our ear buddies might know, is Thurston Moore from Sonic Youth recently Ooh. joined their band. So uh, a pretty insane roster and a damn fine representation of, of what the U.S. has to offer to the black metal community. Uh, so the band's name is Twilight. Mm-hmm. I was shocked that there were no sparkling vampires. Right. And were you disappointed? Uh, not disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> it's a terrible book series. Um, throughout this whole thing, because I don't know what that screamy... Screaming, I don't know. How would you describe the lyric style of that one guy who's kind of hollering? Yeah, I mean, it's very dark, but it's like a shrill scream rather than like the deep guttural screams. Yeah, but there's like an underlying melody underneath all of yeah. that. So I think a lot of people think of black metal as like just ah, hollering. <laughs> and I, I'm going to say I don't understand what his lyrics are at all. But... There's an underlying melody, and there's some, like, virtuosic playing going on. Yeah. And everything is... I think I've gotten better at listening to metal since... Li- yeah, like, since you just gotta listen it. to some nuance, you know? Yeah, and everything is actually super well put together. It's like puzzle pieces, and I feel like I've learned a lot about metal just now. Right, yeah. Definitely a band that has a lot of what I think are the best elements of metal, you know? As well as, like, amazing band names yeah it's a pretty cool band name <laughs> that's 
really much amazing. better than the book. <laughs> so, okay, I'm just gonna let that live there. Um, I went with something a little more mainstream mm-hmm. because I kind of just learned about them. But I brought Run the Jewels, Legend Has It. Copying of uppers and downers get done. I'm in a rush to be numb. Dropping a thousand ain't much. Pumping the clouds on the mist so the turn is so down in the dust. Don't make a sound, baby, hush. I am the living swipe right on the mic. I'm a slut. I don't know how to not spit like a loud. I feel the pound of my kids on your couch. Half of a mongrel and mythical team. Dealing this treacherous thing. Legend says L is a spawn out of hell. The myth is my mama's a murderous queen. Yo, I can eat like in Godfather 1. You get the gun as I christen my son. If I got a day in this hell, I should pay. Tell the Lord Mike, he said, fuck, it was fun. Every new wreck is my dick in a box. We get a doozy, the mullahs a lot. You're getting used to me doing no wrong. I don't play chicken, you prick, I'm a fox. You wanna kick it, I'll give you the rods. You kiss the wood chipper blade if you bark. I'm fucking magic, in fact, I'm a wall I can talk. I got a unicorn on board. Stop. Step into the spotlight. I read on Wikipedia that they are a super group. Yeah, sure. And it just happened to be I was reading their Wikipedia page this week, and I like noticed it said super group. I was like, oh, if they're a super group, I know at least <laughs> one song. Right. Um, this song actually just started out of like Dakota's computer one day, and it kind of like just caught me off guard because I'm not normally a rap listener, and I'm not really someone who's like really into songs about smoking pot or doing Kush or <laughs> I think there's a powder reference and. Acid? Acid's in the very beginning. There's a lot of, like, drugs in here. And then there's murder of a bunny. At least one bunny. Um, But I don't think it's a real bunny. I'm not sure. It's just a threatened bunny murder. I don't know. I spent a lot more time dissecting. Alleged bunny (laughs) murder. (laughs) Yes. But normally I'm not really into those types of songs. But this one is super infectious. And this is where I'm going to sound stupid. I'm like, the flow is absolutely enthralling and completely amazing. But yeah, I just, I know the song's super well known and it's probably really popular. I just like it and I'm going to defend how much I like it. Also, uh, there are lines about being a slut and I'm perfectly fine with uh, people calling themselves slut and making it normalized in the culture. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we're a sex positive show. Yes. And also, it's kind of funny. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I mean, there's nothing to be ashamed in about listening to Run the Jewels. Like if anybody has a problem with Run the Jewels... At me. I will come and fight you personally in your front yard <laughs> while your mama and them watch. Run the Jewels is amazing. Like, uh, pretty much everybody knows about them. You know, their songs are in movies and commercials now, and they're like one of the biggest acts in indie hip hop. But I bet a lot of folks don't actually know the genealogy, Amy. I didn't know. Um, like, full of seminal milestones. Killer Mike hit the scene making appearances on Outcast songs. Uh, and then he got signed by T.I., who's another super popular mainstream fella. Uh, and then he made a solo record, which was produced by his Run the Jewels counterpart, LP. Uh, and then Killer Mike and LP teamed up permanently permanently to make Run the Jewels. And so for folks who don't really know anything about LP, he's basically royalty in underground hip-hop. And also like, a ginger. Yeah, he's a ginger. He's like this pale white dude, but like has some of the best flow, and his production is insane. He's a ruthlessly talented rapper and lyricist, renowned as a producer as well, makes beats and engineers records for other folks. He started a record label called Definitive Juxtaposition Records, or Def mm. Jux for short, and that launched careers for like Aesop Rock, RJD2, 
Uh, Dell the Funky Homo Sapien, <laughs> who incidentally participated in Gorillas, who also is a, technically a super group Wait, and got they submitted. Are? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, Gorillas is the guy from Blur. Okay. And uh, Dan the Automator, who uh, had a bunch of like electronic and indie IDM sort of stuff. And uh, we'll talk about him a little bit later on again as well. Wow. Well, I just thought there were a bunch of cartoon characters that, you know, hung out with Roger Rabbit. <laughs> right, of course. So, yeah, like tons of other folks. So, LP, he's a superpower unto himself. And then along with Killer Mike, just a juggernaut of a supergroup. And I got to say, like, I started diving more into it after I decided this was my song for the week. Right, yeah. Um, This is probably, like, the most superficial song they have because most of it is about, like, you know, mm, it's kind of political if you think that, uh, I don't know, people matter and compassion right. is I a mean, thing and prison maybe isn't the ultimate solution for yeah, everyone. Yeah, So Killer Mike is a, a an activist and like yeah. he he was a big supporter of Bernie Sanders. But it it's I mean really just dive into. Oh yeah, they're so they're good. great. I think There's, you posted a the one they did with DJ Shadow called uh, Nobody Speak. Yep, and then I also posted um, Christmas. <laughs> like Christmas fucking miracle. Yeah, right? yeah. I don't know. It's there's a lot of curse words in this. There's so, a lot of dirty words. Yeah, there are a lot of dirty words. But I, as a small white woman in the middle of Memphis, I'm sure. just like, wow, this is a great band. And so I got enamored. <laughs> um, our ear buddies brought a ton of selections, and they also know what uh, supergroups are, right. which is very helpful. Um. Will brings the very first one, which is Angels and Airwaves, The Wolf Pack. members of Blink-182, Nine Inch Nails, 30 Seconds to Mars, and Paramore, I'd call that a supergroup. Um, I found out it's that cute guy from Blink-182. <laughs> <laughs> Not the other cute guy, but right. the, the less upfront cute guy. Um, but it's much more mature than I would say I would sure. think of. But also, here's the thing, that Blink-182 was the one that was most immature, and it's like early Blink-182 when it's about, like I don't know, underwear. and Right, exactly. Yeah. So... Uh, I don't know much about Paramore except for there's some orange hair involved. And True. <laughs> the other bands I know have been in my ear space before. And I just thought this was like a fun, serious song because it's kind of serious, but it's also a fun song. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I usually love anything from Tom DeLonge, actually. I love Blink-182. I mean, he's a handsome, handsome fella. Yeah. He's he's kind of batshit crazy, though. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's, he's got aliens stuff yes, going on. Okay. Yes. Yeah. He is super duper into aliens and is starting companies to like investigate aliens and he's i mean cute. like 
it, it may be an Andy Kaufman style, like real deep bit that he's doing. Maybe. But like, I, th- I think he's just off his rocker on some alien shit, which I mean, aliens are out there for sure. But like, he's, he's on some, some far off the deep end stuff. Some alien stuff. Yeah. He's on some alien, alien stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I usually love like most of Blink-182 stuff, but Angels and Airwaves never really was my jam for some reason. Uh, you know, you'd think taking Blink songs and adding synths and a lot of <laughs> reverb would be up my alley, but somehow it just doesn't quite hit the mark for me. Uh, the lineup is indeed very crazy, though. You can add to Will's list uh, ex-members of the Distillers. Do you Ooh. remember the Distillers? No, but I know this next one. Uh, Thrice. Yep. <laughs> Rockets from the Crypt and the Offspring. So I heard it's of like all, all these people uh, also in this band. Uh, I remember that uh, Tom DeLonge described them as an arena arena rock band when they first came out and like i kind of see what they mean but i don't know it just isn't quite as epic as i think it could and should be like i think tom DeLonge could have done something way more epic sounding than this well with parts of like nine inch nails involved you would think it'd be yeah it wasn't as epic as i was thinking because you can definitely hear like the blink 182 influences but not necessarily like um 30 seconds from mars i would think it'd be like a little more epic too right or is that the boy band? No, no, they, they're kind of uh, an epic-y kind of a rock band with Jared okay. Leto as their singer. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not uh, a big fan. I don't fan. want to talk about it. But yeah, <laughs> Will, Will uh, actually, he's, I think he told me to do this theme a few weeks ago, and then uh, <laughs> I, I asked him for some themes this week, and he's like, do the super group side project thing. I was like, all right, we'll, we'll do super groups. Okay, because <laughs> side projects would require a lot more. <laughs> a little bit more, but we, yeah. we might do that down the road. We'll mm-hmm. see. Nope. Yeah, I want to give Will the shout out because uh, <laughs> this theme, I think, was technically his idea. Thank you, Will. Matt brings Probots Shake Your Blood. opposes me subverting the theme a little i feel that probot is one of the more interesting spins on the super group probot was the brainchild of one of the biggest rock stars of the modern era dave Grohl. it was his love letter to the metal music he grew up on in his pre-nirvana days he wrote songs in the style of all of his favorite singers most noted styles the standout track for my money is this number written for the god of rock and roll lemmy of motorhead also note Scott Wino Weinrich, an OG metal god in his own right, playing guitar in the video. Okay, Scott Weinrich is Stone Temple Pilots? Nope. No. Um, you, you probably would not know him. Who? You're thinking Scott Weiland, which is actually, <laughs> I can totally see why you get that confused. There's a there's Scott and there's a W. It's Scott and Wine as well, so. Yeah, so what's Scott Weinrich in? So he, uh, he has a band called The Obsessed. 
St. Vitus and Spirit Caravan were his main bands. Yep, don't know. Yeah, uh, you wouldn't know him, but I'm, he's he's definitely like stoner metal royalty, you know. Okay, I've heard of Lemmy because I Motorhead was an an older rock mm-hmm. band, but also Lemmy passed. Yeah, so that's how I kind of found out about Lemmy, which is not the way you should learn yeah. about Lemmy. But this all starts with a metronome. It's like starts with a metronome. But I know that's not the most important part. Also, the metronome is not in the same beat, as far as I can tell, yeah. to the song. Uh, there's rhythmic guitar and drumming, and there's like really raspy vocals, which I think are Lemmy. Yeah, it's Lemmy. And um, it's just a song about solidly living life how you want to and doing what you want to with the driving beat. And it kind of makes you want to push as hard forward in your own life as this song does. Yeah, I don't... Uh... I don't care how cool and hipster you think you are. Like Dave Grohl is a national <laughs> treasure. Uh, Foo Fighters gets a little poppy sometimes, and and even those songs are undeniably next level in relation to like the other stuff on the radio. So, with the Probot record, it really shows off. Uh, this song is a perfect take on like a Motorhead style song, but with the appropriate amount of extra umph and complexity, and of course the icing of actually getting Lemmy, you know, to sing on the track. And then, as as Matt or Lum, as I call him, pointed out, Wino <laughs> plays guitar on this and another song, and he sings on another song uh, in some super important stoner rock bands. St. Vitus, The Obsessed, <laughs> Spirit Caravan. Spirit Caravan is my favorite. Uh, this album also has members of Venom, Corrosion of Conformity, Soundgarden, uh, the punk band DRI, <laughs> Celtic Frost, and just like tons of other folks. Insane lineup. All songs are perfect for the guests. Oh, I, I I know Soundgarden is not the one that did that. That's not the two guys who sing, right? No, that's Savage Garden. Okay, I always get that wrong. Wait, I've seen Soundgarden, haven't I? Weren't they at Memphis in May? They were. Yeah, they headlined Memphis in May uh, last year, and then Chris Cornell died. That was died. like a week later. Yeah, I remember that. So I did see Soundgarden. That's live. cool. I'm sorry that I keep confusing them with Savage Garden, which is <laughs> nothing at all like it. But I knew I wasn't seeing Savage Garden. I just want to clarify. <laughs> I knew I was going to Soundgarden. Um, Frank brings Tomahawk's God Hates a Coward. bass clef which is always like my favorite solid clef i love it uh wins me over with that and then it gets like this kind of goofy muppety weird kind of good way singing thing if you that part Mm -hmm. if, if i'm describing this well um it seems like this would be absolutely nuts to be in the live crowd with oh yeah for sure uh mike Patton puts on a, a spectacle 
definitely one of my all-time favorite performances on YouTube. Uh, Mike Patton sings through a gas mask during the verses. Is that the Muppety part? Um, the Muppety part that I think you're talking about is toward the end. Oh, yeah. But during the verses, he's like singing with a gas mask on, and it gives us a, a weird tone to it. And then the song itself is just like so catchy, but also kind of brutal sounding. Uh, definitely hop on YouTube and see the video for this one. Uh, we've definitely talked about Mike Patton a handful of times on the show. He was a singer for a band called Faith No More. And also, uh, he was in Mr. Bungle, who's been fe- featured once or twice on the show. I recognize that. <laughs> yeah, so he's very diverse, very talented vocalist. Sings like cool melodic alt-rock sort of stuff. He can scream like a banshee in metal bands. And he has a project where he like literally croons <laughs> 70s Italian pop music with an orchestra. He's a brilliant lyricist and arranger. Um, he's also known to be very demanding in particular about who he collaborates with. So any project that his name on is guaranteed, be, guaranteed to just be outrageous and like be pushing the envelope in some way or another. Uh, this band, Tomahawk, has some noise rock pioneers from like the Jesus Lizard, <laughs> Helmet, and the Melvins. And then uh, Mike Patton also has another super group called Phantomas. And that's got Buzz from the Melvins and Dave Lombardo, who's the drummer for Slayer. And then he also <laughs> he put out a project called Peeping Tom, uh, where like Dave Roll and Probot, each song has a different guest on it. And then that guest list has people like Nor Jones, uh, Cool Keith, TV on the Radio, and then Dan the Automator, who we talked about earlier. Uh-huh. He was a, a contributor to Gorillaz. Uh, yeah, Mike Patton, one of the most prolific dudes in music. And pretty much everything he does is gold. I feel like we should just get like strings and like people's names so that we can have like one of those like conspiracy yeah, theory. Yeah, let's make a. Like, we should make a diagram. All, yeah, this feels like very complicated, especially with supergroups. You know, it's all very much like that. I don't yeah. know. And plus, the thing is, I can never tell who's a supergroup because there's probably a million people that are not well known. Sure. And that brings us to this. This selection from Amy O, which is not me. Not you. Not me. Different Amy. She brought Middle Brothers Daydreaming. Maybe I could find you sitting down at the cafe. Maybe I could join you at your table today. Can't I just get what I want? Can't I be the man that steals away? actually really kind of romantic creepy and it's pretty self-knowing about being creepy because it says in the um the chorus i know it's wrong because he's like hey have a crush on you mm-hmm. kind of creeping on you in my mind Just a little bit i know i shouldn't be but it's like the love song of the chronically shy and not the men's right activist right yeah and so it's this uh, bluesy americana rockabye swingy situation yeah absolutely yeah <laughs> Uh, So, yeah, this is the first of the bands that I had no idea about on our list today. Uh, I've listened to the constituent band members' other stuff, which is all equally great. You got 
Taylor Goldsmith from Dawes, who has a lot of great material. Uh, John McCauley from Deer Tick, uh, who they're kind of like a grungy alt-country band. I think I've heard them. Yeah, and then Matt Vasquez from a band called Delta Spirit, who's like indie rock, Americana type. Uh, they've been all into people who see Americana, wasn't Yeah, it? exactly, yeah. So they definitely, they string that all together. Uh, they've they've been coming up in the last like five years or so, kind of getting more and more popularity, playing on Conan and things like that. Um, they're all great in their respective bands, so I'm super stoked to have this project to discover and dive into. I really dig the like folksy Americana type stuff when it's done well, and these guys they they keep it classic, but like just enough of a twist and a little bit of personality where it's not like regurgitated, you know? Yeah, I, that's what I was thinking. Is like you know you can constantly have that I long for you and why can't we be together songs, but you know sometimes those can be a little tone deaf. Yeah, and this one's like kind of gets twisted. It's like there is that, but it's also like the self knowing. Hey, I'm being a creep. <laughs> yeah, it's just like I'm just trying to be honest with you right now and i know it's weird but here's the here's the words i know you're serving me some beer right <laughs> and i'm gonna tip you and then i'm gonna creep back so yeah right. it's pretty it's a pretty cool like ex- i i didn't know anything about them so that's amazing and cool name amy it's a good name uh jojo brings electronics getting away with it i've been walking in the rain just to get wet on purpose I've been forcing myself not to forget just to feel worse. I've been getting away with it all my Electronic is Bernard, it's a Bernard Sumner from New Order and Joy Division. Johnny Marr of the Smiths featuring Neil Tennant from the Pet Shop Boys. Yes. Um, this is like a callback to an awesome pre-roll for like a great early 90s sitcom, but like a full song. And it's really, it's like an awesome sad jam that is upbeat. And uh, Dakota did hear this. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, is that new order and i was like new world order and i was like and yeah yeah because <laughs> nwa i always think of as new world authority which i think is yeah. new world order which is new order right my brain is not good at keeping track of bands yeah acronyms <laughs> just mess you up all together they huh? totally do also i'm glad they don't say nwa all the time because i get uncomfortable yeah definitely <laughs> Uh, this is another one that I had no idea about, so thanks, JoJo, for bringing us this one. Uh, I have a feeling our ear buddies Jack Alberson and Jacques Granger are going to probably be all over this. They probably already know way, you know, way more than I know about this. I mean, this this happened a while ago, right? Yeah, it's I, I didn't look at the the years that this band was active, but I would I think it was shortly after New Order uh, had stopped doing stuff for a little while. Um, yeah, I've, I've not really listened to much Pet Shop Boys which I do need to fix that. But I've listened to an unconscionable amount of Joy Division and New Order and the Smiths. Uh, I can't decide if this song had more of a Smiths feel or a New Order feel. 
Dakota's going to say New Order because he heard New Order. Yeah. It, I, the guitars are definitely still very Smithsy, though. I, mean, I think it's because the vocals were very New Order for some odd reason. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's cool. And it somehow draws from both of them equally and kind of leaves us with this incredibly catchy and sentimental jam, flush with scents and strings and reverberating guitars, and definitely adds... Uh, I'm definitely going to add this to my super secret Spotify playlist for uh, music to dig deeper into. Super secret. Yeah. For now. <laughs> I'll eventually share it. Now, you mentioned Jack Alberson. Yeah. Now, he did suggest a song this week, too, from Pig Face, and the song is Chickasaw. I don't even know how many people total have been in Pig Face, but this would probably count as the ultimate supergroup. It's like ephemeral with a tambourine. It's nudely and contemplative. It's got like that that girly, you know, ephemeral. I don't know. I can't really encompass how the vocals work in this one, but it's like it's kind of navel gazy, and you mm -hmm. kind of lose yourself within like the journey of the song. Yeah, and then overthrowing everything because apparently we want to burn stuff down. I mean, for sure. <laughs> Uh, I definitely expected something more aggressive yeah. from a band called Pig Face. Yeah, yeah. And uh, considering the list of collaborators that they've worked with, I imagine their catalog is probably pretty boundless genre-wise. So I bet there's probably some heavier stuff out there. Uh, I totally love this like groovy, contemplative jam, though. It's like very entrancing and hypnotic. Uh, like Jack pointed out, the list of people who've worked on Pig Face records is just ridiculous. Uh, the main core are ex-members of Ministry, who are at the forefront of industrial music. Uh, and then they have a near endless list of guests, including at different points, Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails. Because why not? Right. Frank Black from the Pixies, Flea, Steve Albini, who's a record producer and a noise musician, um, had produced Nirvana records and a million other people's records. Huh. Uh, members from Skinny Puppy, Jello Biafra from Dead Kennedys. That, like, that sounds like a flavor, though. Yeah. I'm just going to say. <laughs> and then literally like a hundred more people listed on their Wikipedia uh, this one's definitely going to be a, a deep well, but I look forward to doing my homework on some pig face. Um, did you look at all to see how they came up with that name? I didn't. Okay. I don't know how they did it either. Cause I don't understand, but yeah, that was like kind of shocking. I was like pig face. I was like, this is going to be hardcore metal. And I was like, no, no, no not really. Yeah, usually bands with pig in their name are usually like death metal bands or uh, yeah, very that's, aggressive bands. Yeah, I was Pig thinking, Destroyer and or maybe like a punk band. Yeah, I, I could see a yeah. Maybe I don't sure. Know. So yeah, very shocking. Didn't know where it's coming from. Now to contact us, you can always tweet the show at E and D Pod and tweet. 
I'm at Pow I Gotcha. And I'm at Madam Woolite. If you want to see the massive array of supergroups and the amazing dialogue that's happening between the Ear Buddies, it's Earbuds and Earworms Podcast Group on Facebook. And the voicemail line is... 731-400-BUDS or... 731-400-2837. You can always email the show at endpod at gmail.com and you can find us on the interwebs at endpod.com part of the 10710 network. Also, I don't generally plug it, but like there's like a bunch of shopping shit that's going to happen soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have, if you go to endpod.com slash Amazon, you can throw a couple of cents to our show. And I think everybody knows how that works because mm-hmm. surely they've heard, if they're listening to podcasts, they know about the Amazon link. doesn't charge any extra, but throw some more money at 10710 to help keep us on. And plus, hey, you're going to Amazon anyway. Yeah, just uh, make your new bookmark our link. Yeah, and then we can see all the weird, weird things that you order, but we won't know it's you. Yeah, <laughs> and we'll talk about it and make you feel weird, but nobody will know it's you. Yeah. Only you will know, and, then, and so it'll be amusing. Yeah, and the only way we'd know is if you out yourself. Right, Man. exactly. So, if you have like the 10-gallon bucket of slime, we don't need to hey, know none, none of our business. It's just, we, we're, we're interested in Yeah, we just find it. that an interesting item. Yeah. You also, know? what type of slime? There's great slimes out there. There are some great <laughs> slimes. You're right. Yes. What is the final song? So yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna leave us with Mutoid Man, <laughs> and the song is called Narcissist, but with a G. Silent right, G. like like gnarly, <laughs> but narcissist. Uh, Mutoid Man is Stephen Brodsky from a band called Cave In, who is one of my favorite bands, very eclectic, all over the place, and Ben Collar from a band called Converge, who's a very seminal hardcore band. Uh, Definitely all over the place, super huge name in in hardcore and post-hardcore music. Uh, And together with their bassist, I believe his name is Nick Cagio. Uh, Mutoid Man makes this foot-stomping rock and roll, sometimes crushingly heavy, sometimes more heady and sprawling, but almost always culminating in just relentless fist-pumping. This is the first track of their first EP, and I'll have you raising a ruckus in no time. So enjoy Mutoid Man, Narcissist.
He just let me talk about new. You got this. Yes. Um, 